I'm Dr. Rob Whitfield, the board certified plastic surgeon specializing in explant surgery. Breast implant illness is a topic that is not often talked enough about, especially in the medical community, but is something that affects many women. In this podcast, I'll be discussing the latest research, treatment options, and personal stories of women who have undergone explant surgery in an effort to heal breast implant illness. In this podcast, we'll explore the symptoms of breast implant illness and delve into the latest surgical techniques for explantation and the recovery process. Whether you are currently experiencing breast implant illness or are considering explant surgery, this podcast is a valuable resource for anyone looking to take control of their health and wellness. So let's dive in. All right, good morning. So, Dr. Rob, we put a request for a show out on our social media platform at Breast Implant Illness Expert on Instagram. And we chose to answer the following from K-A-R-I-N-A-M-N-M-N. And it was high mold toxicity in women with breast implants. I think there's been a lot of disinformation regarding how many patients with breast implant illness suffer from mold either in or around the implant. I've done over 2,000 explants with over almost 1,100 PCR tested samples. So polymerase chain reaction tested samples. So those take and examine the DNA fragments of 150 types of bacteria, fungi, and mycobacteria. Mold is a fungi. So in those, approximately six of those over 1,100 PCR tested have had fungi. And so, you know, do the math. Uh, obviously, that's an extremely low number who actually have fungi. And typically, there's a one-off explanation for that. One of the examples was it was a triathlete and they swam all the time. They got out of their swim in their competitions and they ran barefoot up a platform or what have you. Typically, you would get a puncture in your foot or something of that nature. Everybody has to understand that water contains a lot of bacteria, fungi, viruses, and that's how that happened in that person. The other example was somebody who did Spartan races. So there were just different examples of that in in, in my experience. So back to the nature of this question, I think it's more important is I see a lot of patients with breast implants who have mold exposures and mold exposures to me most commonly come from, you know, the environments, whether it's in the air or the food. And there's lots of examples. Uh, everybody's heard of black mold that's aspergillus, but in things like food and wine, okra toxin is commonly placed in wine all over the world. In the European Union, there's very specific uh, guidelines about how much okra toxin can actually be in wine. In this country, there aren't. So I will let you take that information and decide what you want to do in terms of drinking wine in uh, the United States. Uh, I would be cautious. You can explore things like dry farm wines, organic type wines, and those would be, you know, probably in a more sensitive person, uh, like I'm describing, uh, better options. The coffee that we drink, um, you have to be careful about because just the production of coffee is inherently just riddled with uh, uh, opportunity to get uh, exposure and development of mold. So you want to be careful and look for mold-free coffee. I'll give a shout out to uh, Dave Asprey who started this with Bulletproof, Bulletproof Coffee, and then ultimately with his new brand, Danger Coffee. There's other options, Keon Coffee, but you can look at the number of mold-free coffees. And then you obviously want to be very careful with your 
your food, different grains and, and think of cereals and things, they can have mold as well. Are you on a journey to healing and wellness, but feeling overwhelmed and unsure of where to turn? Look no further than Dr. Rob's Solutions. At Dr. Rob's Solutions, we understand the unique challenges that come with breast implant illness, which is why we offer a wide range of the highest grade supplements, medical grade skincare and lab testing, and HARP options to aid in your journey to recovery. Our supplements are specially formulated to support detoxification and aid in the healing process, while our medical grade skincare products are designed to nourish and protect the skin. We also offer a comprehensive lab testing to help identify any underlying health issues that may be contributing to your symptoms. And for those who are ready for explant surgery, we offer HARP options as well. Don't let the uncertainty and confusion of breast implant illness hold you back any longer. Trust the experts at Dr. Rob Solutions to provide you with the resources and support you need to take control of your health and wellness. Visit our website today to learn more and to order your products. Take the first step towards healing and wellness with Dr. Rob Solutions at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. So, you know, it's a culmination of factors that uh, lead to this in many of my patients. And then, of course, I live in Austin, as everybody knows, and we've recently over the past three to four years have had increasingly bad weather in the winter with ice storms. And when you have ice in an environment where the not only the grid, but the homes are really not suited or built to tolerate temperature changes like that, you'll have pipes breaking, you'll get water leaks. And I had this actually happen where uh, I lived and I got exposed to mold this way. There's a number of factors that can lead to it. And if you're really concerned and sensitive to and already know maybe that you're you're sensitive to mold, I encourage getting an air filter that at least filters down to point. 003 microns. There are different options on the market. And I think it's best to explore those. The Philips system, the IQ Air system, the Jasper system. There are other systems, uh, but you have to be careful that they can filter things down extremely well because the, the mold spores themselves are very small. They're much larger than bacteria. So you have to protect yourself that way as well as your family, because genetically, if you're sensitive to that through limitations in your glucuronidation pathway, you're going to have trouble with that. People will routinely like, oh, okay, why do you know all this is, you know, a plastic surgeon? So we understand the genetics of women with breast implant illness extremely well, but we also understand their toxic burdens very well. We get urine toxicity tests, and we typically would use a glutathione challenge from my inflammation support uh, bundle. And what we try to do is get all of this expressed in the urine so that we can learn what is your burden? You know, what are your genetics? What things from your your diet or fluid intake are affecting you? What about your air quality? You know, look at your gut microbiome, um, look at your food sensitivities and really try to lower your inflammation. We know that doing this even preoperatively, just using our inflammation, inflammation support bundle will lower your chronic inflammatory score uh, when checked through specific urine markers. So we feel strongly that controlling as much the quality of the fluid food and air intake into your body will position you better to lower your inflammation. And most of what that looks like is understanding you have only so much ability to detox, that's genetic. And then the more you get faced with it, that system becomes overloaded. And many times it's referred to as a bucket that's overflowing. And then you become more and more symptomatic as a patient with breast implants. 
So mold, to summarize, is not what I find on implants, and I have more experience than that than anybody around. And then two, the most common ways to get exposed to mold are certainly through air, you know, the uh, actual food intake, and for that matter, you know, wine and coffee. And then um, how do we, you know, address that? There's going to be different uh, protocols based on what we find on your toxicity testing. So that's more individualized uh, to the specific findings and the and the patient and then their tolerance. Obviously, I have a lot of patients who have lots of sensitivity, so we'll have to go and gauge how best to do their detox in each situation. All right, I want to thank all the folks who submitted questions for me to answer. I look forward to answering more on my next show. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found the information and stories shared on this podcast helpful and informative. Remember, taking control of your health and wellness is key to recovery from breast implant illness. If you're looking for additional resources and support, be sure to visit our online store, Dr. Rob's Solutions at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. You'll find a wide range of wellness products and supplements to support your journey to recovery. From specially formulated detox supplements to personalized skincare products, we have everything you need to aid your recovery. Visit Dr. Rob's Solutions today at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Remember, you're not alone in this journey, and together we can overcome breast implant illness. Take care.